You're listening to WIRE, Wentworth Internet Radio Experience, from the campus of Wentworth Institute of Technology. This show does not represent WIRE, the colleges of the Fenway, or Wentworth Institute of Technology in any way. If you have any questions or concerns, please email us at wire at wit.edu. Welcome back to our large wienerd corporation. Hell yeah. Um, what, uh, what do you want to talk about today? What did you do this week, Matt? What did I do this so week? Start with a recap. It's always a good place to start. What is this week? Today is the 24th. Man, I mean, I worked. I worked a closing shift. I worked a day shift during the week for the first time. It's that's, really interesting. That's a whole different vibe Something than the normal closing shift. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you. Let me tell you guys. Tyler really dropped the ball on this episode. <laughs> he said he was going to have another country repa- prepared. He did not prepare a country. Maybe it'll be in every other episode. <laughs> in every kind of other thing. episode. <laughs> like a, a bi weekly. Even episode country list. Yeah. I have some preparation. I, I made a to do list. Oh, perfect. What's the to do list? Uh, first on the list, uh, convince a 20 year old that he uh, missed a son he doesn't know about's graduation party. <laughs> How would you go about it? How would I go about convincing somebody that? There's yeah. a son they didn't know about. They have a son they didn't know about. And that they missed their graduation party. Uh, they'd have to be old enough to be like, oh, man, I don't remember all the people. You've got to pick the right target, first of all. It's, right. It's got to be. They're 20. <laughs> they're 20. You're not going to ha- make it happen. What about substances? Maybe some Orbeez? What do you mean? Orbeez? Oh, you mean like dosing them? Yeah. <laughs> to make them more persuadable? Yeah. Uh it's not a long-term plan. What, what kind of drug do you think would, uh, would make them more persuadable? Roofies. Roofies? They're just going out. They're not, <laughs> they're not listening to what you say. Like a mild dose. Maybe like a mild tranquilizer. Right? Pure MDMA. They're in a real loving mood. Excellent. And then, you, and then you're this like... This is one of the things we're not you, allowed don't to you talk remember about, your, Don't you remember your son? We're not allowed to talk about MDMA? Yeah, whatever. We're going to keep talking Let me about tell you guys about MDMA. <laughs> Right. What's next on your to-do list? My next to-do list, uh, look in the school handbook for loopholes to unlikely situations. You know, kids used to, uh, what are you, like your high school or middle school, they used to like go through the student handbook that they give you in the front of your planner and be like, well, it says here that if you wait 10 minutes after a student leaves the class, you can leave. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it sounds like those kids who like, uh, you know those kids who smoke weed and they, they're like, they think they're like experts on on marijuana law. Yeah, they're like they all of them. Any any stoner you know, they all think they're they they pretty much have gone to law school for cannabis law. And they're like, well, actually, if you have a joint on you and a cop says, uh, uh, you need to give it to him, uh, he legally has to tell you he's a cop. <laughs> it's like that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, I did a quick Google search, and I thought of a couple things that might be cool if they were true. And <laughs> now they are. A cop legally, if you if you say, no, this is tobacco, the cop legally has to smoke that joint to prove that it is not tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> They're required by the law in the state of Massachusetts. It's crazy you'd mention police, Matthew. Oh, my God. Because the next thing on the list is, Many years later, utilize this talent we've, we've uh, procured by, you know, looking through the school handbook. Yes. To, uh, to argue fruitlessly with police officers about 
traffic tickets. Because <laughs> you know those are the same people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're like, I'm giving you the ticket. You can go to court and, and argue it there. No, I'm arguing it right now. You can't give me this ticket. I already wrote it up, sir. There's nothing. You can't take it back. It's in the <laughs> No taxis, backsies on tickets, <laughs> sir. I'm a free citizen. Free citizen. I am a sovereign citizen. <laughs> I don't have to pay taxes. I'm a sovereign citizen. I'm declaring myself a sovereign citizen. I sent back my social security Matt, card to the government. Matt, we can't be having the people out there hear this. Which uh, brings me to a topic that I wanted to talk about. Very similar. I would say tangential. Uh, what, what conspiracy theory would you like to start? That's a weird one. Have you put some thought into that? No, not at all. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to start a conspiracy theory that Obama is responsible for the vaping lung illness. <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think he has to gain? Obama? Obama from Ob- the vaping lung illness. Obama stands everything to gain. You know you see it's kind of a it's kind of a controversial ban. So maybe he created the lung illness so that Trump would try to step in and be like, I'm gonna ban this vaping stuff. And because he tried to do that for a mm-hmm. second, he'd be like, and We're Obama- putting a stop to this. And so then Obama would be like, Oh, chaos. And that's when he'd He'd launch his um, his, his his own line of of vaping products. <laughs> goes, These are Obama guaranteed, and they won't get you. No, Obama actually, because Obama cares for you. He sabotaged all the other vaping companies with like chemicals in their in their juices, so that he could then launch his own line of Obama vapes. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Next time when somebody tries to tell you that vaping is dangerous, you tell them about Obama. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, Obama cares for us, Matt. Yeah, Obama's looking out for us. Obama. Let's get Obama. Let's get Obama on the podcast. Obama. Obama's just got a good name to say. He does. Obama. <laughs> Sounds kind of... Uh. I was thinking, not like start a conspiracy, not like one of these big multinational conspiracies. I want to start like a, like a little conspiracy, like just small, like, like a really small scale conspiracy. Yeah. Like, you know, the East high West high football games rigged every year, right? <laughs> no, something on an even smaller scale than that. Like starting a conspiracy between your roommates. <laughs> starting a, starting a, a conspiracy between Deborah behind the counter and Bob who mops the floors. <laughs> You know Bob, he mops you know, that floor with his urine, right? <laughs> you know Barbara, Barbara's pulling all the strings of this <laughs> restaurant behind that counter, right? <laughs> you know Barbara's Barbara knows Dan Obama. <laughs> you know Barbara and Obama are launching a new line of vaping products. <laughs> you know Bob is having an affair with Obama. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a lot with a mop handle, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> For a man who cleans floors for a living, Bob's dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Here's one. If if peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would they call it? Smushed peanuts. That's not a good one. Little crushed peanut juice. Peanut juice. (laughs) 
But see, if it's a juice, I would feel like it was more liquidy. Like peanut butter's too thick. Thickened peanut juice. <laughs> Thickened peanut juice. I don't know enough about how peanut butter is made to actually comment on. I'm that. trying to think of other thick substances. What other viscous things? Flavored lube. <laughs> I don't think they call it flavored lube. Um, lava is viscous. What other um, things are viscous? Lava. <laughs> peanut lava. Peanut milk. Semen. They probably call it. They probably call it nut paste. Nut paste. It's nut nut. They probably call it nut. <laughs> they just call it nut. They call it no. They call it peen. Peen. <laughs> peen nut. <laughs> Tenderized. Peen nut. <laughs> I got one more thing on my list, Matt. Oh, one more thing on your list. Which is kind of uh, in the same vein as you know, peanut products like. Maybe it's a peanut oil that they might call peanut butter. Peanut oil is already a thing, isn't it? It might be. No, it definitely is. Like well, that's I'm what they, saying. That's what Five Guys cooks their stuff in. I'm saying I, I should urge men to explore themselves with hot oil or dishwasher detergent. Hot oil? Hot oil. You mean like throw some canola oil in a pan and then pour it on your dick? I'm thinking like... I'm thinking, like, put some crude oil in a pot. Crude oil? You mean, like, like petroleum? <laughs> like, yeah, like fossilized liquid like yeah, plants yeah. and stuff, yeah. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing that I... I, I feel like it would, would kill the nerves. Not at first. Not at first? <laughs> well... <laughs> You'll be excited for tell like you. a second. <laughs> the first minute is euphoria <laughs> after that it kind of goes downhill it's a it's a one and done type of thing but it's worth it you're really focusing on the hot oil over here right <laughs> what about the detergent you really be chasing that yeah but a dish detergent i can see because it's like you get soap a little wet and now it's real slippery right it's also not a healthy chemical to put your even your hands on right dish dish like dish detergents basically just dishwashing soap maybe like laundry detergent i mean it's still soap like it can't be that yeah. bad it's the ones with the bleach in them that you got to watch out for yeah well, <laughs> let's see let's do a quick if it's Google got search. if it's got an oxyclean mix in stay away what if you mix the detergent with that what if it's hot detergent hot detergent why are you heating all this stuff up to explore yourself with it <laughs> what I feel like it would make it work. Like, you don't want it cold, but you just want it to be room temperature. It's about being a man, Matt. <laughs> if you don't think it's good, it's probably your own fault. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta callous that thing up. <laughs> like, a, like a man's penis. <laughs> My penis looks like this, so hers can look like this. <laughs> 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 hot fuel uh so apparently according to mark the producer hot fuel is banned by the geneva convention for like flamethrowers and stuff but i i don't see any reason why you can't do it to yourself i didn't jelly this petroleum i'm not a nation yeah the geneva convention doesn't apply to just me in my <laughs> room yeah, yeah, yeah i think you could flamethrower yourself as much as you want yeah, it doesn't 
Don't they sell flamethrowers? Uh, actually, Elon Musk's flamethrower that he sold was technically marketed as not a flamethrower because, mm-hmm. like, a flamethrower has to be like the flame has to be like a certain length before mm-hmm. it's considered a flamethrower. And so only that one's just feet, like so. I think that one's just technically like a torch or something like that. Mark said. Mark, we weren't going to jelly this petroleum, so it's not what would come out of a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, It's not a flamethrower. Yeah, but no, I think it also has to do with the flame length. Mark, what get class- the hell off the podcast. We yeah, don't need you in here. Show. What classifies a flame... Do you remember last time we had this guy on here? It was awful. It was the worst. He brought the whole show down. Yeah, that's the reason the first episode was bad. <laughs> flamethrower. A pitcher who throws hard. A fastball pitcher. So that's why it wasn't a flamethrower. <laughs> that's on Merriam-Webster. Mark, so you can't say that on the, on the wire network. <laughs> what are we not allowed to say? Mark's cussing us out on the show. Uh, can we get Jake back in here and, and have him escort this guy out? This Security! Security! <laughs> Jesus. Don't worry, guys. We got that taken care of. All right. Back to the show. What are you, what are you looking up, Matt? What do you got going? Uh, what do I got going? Mm-hmm. What What animal do you think would be really be uh, be good to scale up to a horse size? Probably a horse, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's oh, the way no, no, it works no, no, the no. best. Yeah. Like, what smaller animals? Probably like a pony, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> like a mule or a donkey, maybe? Have you ever like seen a, a horse in person? They're pretty big. They're insanely large. Yeah. They're so they could crush you in a second. How much does a horse weigh? One horse pound. How much does a horse weigh? About a horse's worth. <laughs> a horse weighs between eight hundred and forty and twenty two hundred pounds. First of all, that's a really large range, but second of all, any one of those is a large, uh, uh, they can run up to 55 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Horses are so crazy. It's because they got those engines in them. It's going to be up to six feet tall. Six feet tall, two, 2,200 pounds. You would die in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If this thing came at you. A large adult is about eight feet long. That's it? <laughs> that, well, no. <laughs> we were supposed to come up with the animals. That would be... Good horse-sized. Well, I'm thinking horses are already pretty useful, right? Right. That's why I was saying Dude, those ponies. We should get like a a, a dog to be horse-sized. There's no way. ride them around. Matt, can you imagine just the stool left behind by this dog in your house? Okay, but a horse-sized dog? Matt, we all put know in that. A, throw in a saddle on a horse-sized dog. If a horse can run at 55 miles an hour... How fast do you think a dog can run? Uh, that's the size of a horse. But they're not big, right? So can you like, imagine? Like the extra weight would probably slow them down. Like the Great Dane isn't the fastest dog. What about a greyhound, but it's the size of a horse? Might be speedy. It would be so fast. <laughs> but Matt, here's what I'm thinking. Really big dogs. Yeah. They are, they're real, real scared. Yeah. Like big dogs don't know how big they are. So like. They're the ones that hide under the couch during thunderstorms. <laughs> no, now, imagine this big horse dog trying to hide under your couch. Can you imagine a horse-sized pit bull oh, just God. ripping the throats out of kids? 
<laughs> Why does it always go to this? Yeah. I mean, if it was a pit bull, that's what it would do. Not all pit bulls. Pit bulls are the sweetest animals. Well, you know what? They were bred to be killing machines, okay? Some of them are aggressive. Yeah, I would say most of them are aggressive. Controversial subject. Controversial subject. And we don't, we don't, talk, Matt, pit we don't talk about controversial subjects on this podcast. No, we don't. We've never, I would never stray in that direction. I got a couple more, couple more things on my list. Hmm. Uh, groceries. That was a personal note. And then, perfect. How much pavement do you think you could eat? How much pavement could I eat? How much pavement could you eat? Until I died, or until like? So you couldn't eat any more pavement. So probably when I was dead. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. Do you think you had a weak stomach? Uh to pavement, yeah. Because like, how much weight worth of pavement? Because pavement, like. I feel like if you ate a bunch of pavement, your stomach might explode. Like, it might rip a hole in your stomach. I think you got to worry about the throat part, too. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. You're going to rip up your throat, rip up your stomach. Matt, it se- you seem to be, like, convincing me against the next thing on my list like, based on the way you're talking. Pavement. I know asphalt, you have to lay it down hot. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't get any asphalt down. How much hot pavement do you think you could get? None. Eat? Zero hot <laughs> pavement. <laughs> you couldn't even get a little bit in there? I couldn't even get it in my mouth. It would be too hot. Pa- hot pavement? It too would be hot? too hot. But like cement, right? you can mix that cold, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how much cement do you think you could drink? Is pavement necessarily asphalt? No. Not, I mean, if it's on a road, then it's... Then it's that, just that would any be, pavement, right? I think... But pretty much any black top, that's yeah, all that's asphalt. asphalt. How much cement could you eat then? Cement. Cold, wet. See, I'm not that hard. experienced with cement, so I don't know how like dense well, it is. Well, cement's a, an aggregate, Matt. It's a mix of water, sand, and aggregate. Ooh, so it's just sand. Well, yeah, it's, there's a lot of it's sand. Mainly sand. What's the other one then? Concrete. Yeah, con- <laughs> cement's just a kind of concrete. I'm pretty sure. Is it? Yeah. Is Cement. I'm gonna I'm gonna look like an idiot in a few seconds. I think a kind of concrete. Cement is actually an ingredient of concrete. Ha. Huh. So uh, what's the cement part? Is it the just the sand? So and water? cement is not a kind of concrete. So it's it's part of it's one of the ingredients of the concrete. So it's like it's like concrete that hasn't evolved into its final form yet. Yeah. What's the difference between concrete and cement? From the Concrete Contractors Association of Greater Chicago. So there is no such thing as a cement sidewalk or a cement mixer. The proper terms are concrete sidewalk and concrete mixer. <laughs> Can Google you imagine? For more information, check out the Portland Cement Association. Matt, Why don't you just... T- I think I could probably eat like two or three like gallons of cement. <laughs> gallons? <laughs> I have I struggle down in a gallon of milk. I don't know if I'd be able to get a gallon of cement. I think my max on milk is probably like forty or fifty gallons. Cups, <laughs> both are <laughs> wildly <laughs> outrageous. But like those big cups. Big. You know oh, you mean not like a a U.S. standard cup? No, I'm, I mean like a beer stein kind of cup. Oh. Like a like a beer mug. Yeah, like maybe a cup that has like like can fit like eight or nine cups in it. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so, 
Matt, what you're telling me is that the next thing on my list probably isn't too good to be doing. It's eat pavement. <laughs> eat pavement? Yeah. After you've convinced the 20-year-old that, you know, and uh, you've, you've argued with a few police officers, groceries and pavement. Groceries and uh, pavement is one of the groceries, obviously. Yeah, you need to pick that up at like, like Walgreens or something. Not oh, we sponsored. It, We're uh, not sponsored by Walgreens. Other. We used to sell it at uh, Benny's. Benny's. And Benny's sold food, so you could theoretically get food and pavement at the same store. I think that's probably not possible, Matt. <laughs> and you could mix your food in with the pavement to make it a little more palatable. Oh my! It would be like a fruit cake. You could uh, you could wa- you could make it into like a, a a a slushy, like you could, or like a milkshake, like you could use that as the thickening agent. And just uh, and pour. You take some concrete, and say like uh, any sort of soda, like a, a Pepsi or a Coke. I'm probably making asphalt, um, <laughs> asphalt Wellington next next asphalt week. Asphalt Wellington. Yeah. Beef covered in cement. <laughs> All right. What else? What else we got? What's the next thing? Next thing on my my list, I got go upstairs, wherever you wherever I would be at the time. Go upstairs. Find a little cubby hole. Just hide in it for a few hours. Yeah, why? Because I'm afraid. <laughs> what are you afraid of? I don't know. I don't know yet. But it's so I'm not afraid later, you know? Ah, I get it. So you... you, you Comfort like, calms you down. Yeah, you have your allotted you. cowering time. So, like, next time you think about being afraid, you're just like, oh, I know it. How do you did that? So, I was listening to uh, The Bonfire today on Sirius XM, solo radio show. Right. And they had a good question that I thought I should pose to you. Are we stealing content? We're stealing a question, yes. If you ha- if you were going to be locked in an attic for 10 years, you know, like kidnapped or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and you had to be subject to, to that person's uh, sexual desires and whatever, you're being abused and tortured, and, and if they have a bad day, they're going to beat you and take their day out on you and if they're feeling horny they're gonna really give you one however they want to however forcibly they need to you thought this was a good question for that 10 <laughs> years second. And, and and so the the only food you are provided is fast food and you get to pick one fast food restaurant <laughs> <laughs> what's the one fast food restaurant that would get you through those 10 years you'd have to eat every day for 10 years this one's a tough one, Matt. You like threw me a curveball there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Do you want me to tell you my answer? No, nah, I'm going to say Subway. Subway. Do you want to know why? Why? Subway, the mass of the food you get from Subway right. is generally higher than the mass of food you get from other places, just on a one, one-on-one basis. You know what I'm saying? Right. Get Let's enough Subway sandwiches in a bag. Bam. Hit him with the bag. <laughs> so you're looking to escape. So I would say rules of this are you're never going to escape. You're never getting out of there. The ten, at the end of the 10 years, that's when you escape. So what's, what's really holding you over for those 10 years? Holding me over for the 10 years. It's going to be a place with a large selection and a family-friendly atmosphere. Well, you're not going to that, the place. You're staying in the attic. The atmosphere comes with it. If you brought the atmosphere comes back. If with you brought if you brought you to the restaurant, you. Why might do you say think they have the logo escape. on the bag, Matt? Oh yeah, yeah. It's to bring the atmosphere. It's to bring the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. 
It's gonna. I was gonna say Cheesecake Factory, but that's not a fast food. That's place. not a fast food place. No. It is if you. Subway is hardly a fast food place, but it is. So. Yeah. Why don't you go with your answer? I I would say, and this was the answer they both had too. And this is, I mean, this is always just my answer for fast food places. Wendy's. Wendy's is a good one. Wendy's may not even be the best. Because if you consider Five Guys a fast food restaurant, which it kind of is, mm-hmm. like obviously that would be better than Wendy's. But Five Guys has an astonishingly small selection. It's right. just burgers and fries pretty much, they which they do very cheese. well. They do super well. They grilled cheese too. They have grilled cheese. After a while, I think burgers, fries, cheese. and grilled cheese is going to get pretty old. I don't know. They can really mix up that grilled cheese. But let me tell you, Wendy's... They got some. They got a fine selection of lemonades. They've got chicken meals. Oh, they've got. I think you've overlooked something. What? You can you can keep going, but I, I have one in the bag. Is it going to be our place of employment? No. Okay. Uh, they've got all sorts of things with bacon. They've got so much things with bacon. You got fries with bacon. You've got burgers with bacon. I'm sure they've got chicken with bacon. I'm sure their salads have bacon. Uh, I don't eat their chicken or their salads, obviously. So that's why I'm saying I'm sure I don't. I'm sure I'd try this. The chicken chicken's salad. good. No, the chicken is is totally passable. The spicy chicken sandwich is pretty much an American staple. Oh. We are sponsored by Wendy's, by the way. I just want to. <laughs> we should probably do our what twenty minute was what they told us. Read on Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the next twenty minutes, we will be talking about Wendy's. If you don't want to hear about Wendy's, skip twenty minutes ahead. Uh, and that's when we return to the normal content. <laughs> um, so we're gonna go, we're gonna go with, when you know, one of those combination Taco Bell KFCs. Oh, that's a smart one! Wow. Okay. Because then mean, you sneak in the second fast food place without sneaking in the second fast food place. The problem is, you're stuck in an attic. Mm-hmm. KFC's real greasy. And sometimes that's going to mess with your digestive system. You are going to shit yourself in that attic. What if I... Sh- I what if, then I won't be so appealing. There you go. Well, what, what if he just beats you more because you are all I can use now. the shit as a defensive tool. <laughs> Throwing it at him? <laughs> just covering myself in it. <laughs> he won't punch me. You blend in. <laughs> I'm covered in shit. Use it as a camouflage. We're going to get in trouble for saying that, by the way. Yeah, we are. Mark's got the door cracked. He's watching us. He's making sure we don't swear. He's got his, he's got his, num- he's got his, uh, his finger hovering over the, the dial button to call public safety. He's got his finger over the nuclear codes. <laughs> he's like, you say shit one more time, I'm going to launch him. <laughs> Be real bad if we get kicked off. He's <laughs> like, what's your... <laughs> Your your hometown. What's your hometown? Give me the zip code. <laughs> I'm going to wipe your family off the face of this planet. <laughs> Mark, I don't think I don't think nuclear uh nuclear is that specific. <laughs> no, it's like homing. Yeah. He's just trying to wipe out the one house. Yeah. <laughs> he goes at it with a nuke. We never said Mark was a smart man. <laughs> No, I think you got the the KFC. You, who cares if you get a little bit greasy? These are both 
Taco Bell. Major toilet restaurants. I don't have a weak butthole. Yeah, but I'm saying like if that's all you're eating and you're stuck in an attic. Sounds like uh, the summer of my junior year. It sounds like your insides will be fully liquefied all the time. Incorrect. You can get salads. Who goes to a Taco Bell Someone or a KFC and they're like, yeah, I just really like the Taco Bell salads. I go to Taco Bell for the salads. Matthew Jones, you are stuck in an attic <laughs> for 10 years. This is true, but I'm going to be a little more picky with my uh <laughs> my Also, Wendy's is, is just as greasy, let's be honest here. No. I, I will actually counter that. How about now? <laughs> that change your for those For those listening, because you can't see us, because we don't release a video version of this podcast, Tyler just slid me a $1 bill to try and change my mind. Oh, he's got a second. He's got to say he's waving it at me. Oh, he's, throw, he's throwing dollar bills everywhere. He is showering me in cash to try and convert me <laughs> to the to the... Taco Bell KFC combo. Oh, hang on a second. But I will say without a doubt, KFC is one of the greasiest restaurants you can get food from. It's fried chicken. It is not possible to get a greasier food other than like a real good um, pizza place. How does that fall in the balance? He just handed me... All I see right now is fun card? Let me look into this. Matt, I think it's got about... 1,800 points on there. Oh, okay. This is from what I assume is his local bowling alley. See, the CW Lanes and Games fun card. Wow. What do you think now, man? In Lincoln, Rhode Island. I played laser tag at a uh, way older than I probably should have at uh, Lincoln, Rhode Island. So did I. I pretended. I thought I was going so that my sister and her friend could have a good time, but really I was going for me. Remember, though, I live and in the, I won. I live at the opposite end of the state, and so we drove. We were old enough to drive. We were like seventeen, and we drove a full hour to the other end of the state, so I we could play laser tag. Listeners in any other part of the country that's not New England will say, "You only had to drive an hour." <laughs> that's a long way for us listen it's literally end to end of the state is an hour so i'm literally driving to the other end of the state it's a long time okay rhode island time is different than other time i don't know it seems like it's a little bit like i had to drive to the city limits of hartford (laughs) how long does it take to drive from one end of boston to the other well with this traffic. <laughs> On a trafficless day, it probably takes like 20 minutes. <laughs> or no, maybe half an hour? Well, no, because, see... I was stuck in for three hours one time. There's so much... Like, Boston... There's so many different parts that still technically count as Boston, but they also have their own little town names. Quincy. Uh, is Quincy part of Boston? I don't think so. No. but uh, it looks Dorchester like is. I know Dorchester is like part of Boston, but it's also its own little town. I just don't get these things. I don't get how Boston works. So Dorchester is a... I don't get how suburbs are. sovereignly governed part of Boston, which is a sovereignly governed part of Massachusetts, Massachusetts, which is a sovereignly governed part of the United States. Which which is is a sovereignly sovereignly governed governed part of North America. 
Wait, North America isn't governed, <laughs> so you could just say the world. The world. Part of the UN. Oh, yeah. The world has its own little government. Yeah. Which is a, so- a sovereign government part of the universe. A world government. Yeah, but there's no universal One world government. government. That's what my conspiracy would be. You know, That's already a conspiracy. You're not starting to do Debbie one. Debbie and Bob. They are running the go- one world government. Yeah. And the UN's a front. The UN actually has no power whatsoever. It's just uh, Debbie and Bob pulling the strings. I hate that bitch. I mean, the UN doesn't really have too much power, do they? Because they kind of just say things, but they don't really have, like, an army or anything to back it up. They have Interpol. Yeah, but, like, if it's against a country, they're like, hey, you better stop doing that. And they're like, we're not going to stop doing that. And they're like, oh. well, I'm going to tell you right now, we really don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> tell you right now, we're all going to, we're not going to sell you as much bread anymore. I'm going to tell you this is coming from a severe place of uh, hatred. Un- uninform- dis- uninformation. I am uninformed. We are the two about y- the UN most highly informed professionals on the UN that you've ever seen or heard <laughs> of from the internet. This is the official position of Wire. This Wentworth is Internet Radio Experience. You're listening to Wire, the official UN sanctioned podcast. podcast. <laughs> All of Wire is also a podcast. The UN has approved this message. <laughs> My name's Obama. I approve <laughs> this message. My name is Obama. Hi, this is Obama, and you're listening to Wire. <laughs> we forgot to introduce ourselves this podcast. Uh, do we need to? Are My we... name's Matthew Jones. And I'm Tyler Russell. And you're listening to... Disney Channel. Yes. You know they have a Disney... I was so upset, because they have like a Disney radio station that's on like AM, but like you can't tune into it over here. Why not? I don't know. It just doesn't, the signal doesn't pick up. And so I was a child and I was trying to listen to the Disney radio station and you can't over in, at least where I am in, in, in my part of the, my neck of the woods. Well, we're in I don't know about in Boston. Boston. Boston, you may, may. Can we listen in to. right now? I don't know if it's still a thing or not. It probably is, but I don't know. This is the stickiest mic in the entire world. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Oh, we never answered the horse question. I, we kind of did. Oh, you said dog. Yeah, I said a dog, like a pit bull. How many horse-sized chickens do you think it would take to take on an elephant? Oh my God, not not too many. It'd only take like two or three. Three, yeah, I think I think would be the magic number. Would be three horse-sized chickens. Would they be like even a one? If it if a horse-sized chicken is real quick, right? Then I feel like even one horse-sized chicken could overtake an elephant. Wouldn't it be cool to have a horse-sized giraffe? Because think about the little claws on those things. It's got like it's gonna have at that size their talons, their full talons. Right. And they're gonna be digging into the back of that elephant. That elephant doesn't stand a chance against those chickens. Yeah. Mark's making a ruckus in the background with that door over there. Get out! Get out of the show. <laughs> the door was open, <laughs> so <laughs> there's definitely people out in the lobby. Because uh, the studio that we record in is in the middle of just a regular school building. Yeah, we're like so fish in a tank over here. There's people out there, like, talking and having conversations and stuff. And they just heard Tyler scream, get out, at the top of his lungs in a squealy manner. Thank you. We just got complimented on our setup. 
I mean, it's it's their setup, but we just kind of moved things around a little bit. We rejigged it. We took some of the screws out of some of the chairs around here. Ergon- <laughs> we ergonomified it. It's very put some more screws in. Feng shui. We added some extra screws to some of the chairs. Yeah. <laughs> we took a few of the LEDs out of the monitor. We ind- we individually tweezed them out. <laughs> but we didn't we didn't disconnect the wires, so there's just sort of loose lights hanging around the these monitors now. Yeah. We have to put them back every time after the podcast. It's really a pain in the butt. To solder do. them on at a microscopic level. But it's it's worth it, I think. Is it, Matt? I do this every time. We gotta. I gotta really justify it here. <laughs> Spent so much time on it at this point. I mean, you could stop doing it, Matt. Say it used to be worth it, and now it's no longer. Back to this horse. This horse thing. I know I'm really egging on about the horses, right? Right. We never thought about marine ma- r- marine animals. What if you There's had... There's a lot of marine animals that are already horse-sized. But what if you had... Like any fun... A whale that was only the size of a horse. Oh, so you're downsizing animals. But then it'd just be like a dolphin, basically. No, but it's it'd be shaped fun. like a whale. Yeah, but it's still not that... How about this? One horse-sized crab... Now we got a now we got a a thing on our hands. Do you think it would ha- it would be same mass or if same volume? If there was volume? a species, uh, I think it would be same mass. It's gonna be a big crab. It's a fat crab, up to twenty two hundred pounds. That's a huge crab, <laughs> <laughs> Matt. That could easily feed two men. How much does does a crab weigh? A crab weighs six to ten pounds. That's an Alaskan king crab. That's like, bi- those are those are some of the biggest crabs that exist. Whoa, there's crabs that are like, what do you mean four to nine to six, four point nine to six feet? Oh, a leg span. Big crab. They have, a, they have crabs that are four to nine, four point nine to six feet. Yeah, I heard about these things. You want to tell us more about them? I don't know. What kind of crab is it? That's how that's how tall horses are. Horses are six feet tall. Yeah, but imagine we, we already got horse-sized crabs. But imagine that crab, but it weighs the same as a horse. This is a red king crab. Well, now it'd be a whole lot taller. That's oh like a nineteen-foot tall crab. Jeez, it's more than that. If it's like ten pounds. Yeah, that's, that's a big two, crab. That's 220 times the size. It would need much stockier legs, though, so it's not going to be quite as tall as you think it might be. Right? Okay, maybe. Matt, do you think you, you in any... Oh, no, this, this crab can be up to 28 pounds. All right, so it's only 100 times the size of that. <laughs> only 100 times. How you... are there crabs this size, and how did I not know about them? Because they're being supported by the water. They don't need to... They don't need to hold themselves yeah, up as much. Yeah, but why so. don't we have horse-sized crabs then? Because I don't think being a crab is actually that good of a strategy if you're trying to survive in the marine area. Let me tell you, if you're a, a crab the size of a horse, you could be clipping sharks right out of the water. Matt, do you think you could ever, ever, if you trained really hard, punched a lot of bags, uh-huh. think you could? do you think you could beat up a horse-sized crab uh-huh. underwater? No, never. No, ne- underwater especially, <laughs> never, not even once. Uh, it would clip my head off in one quick go. Now, you know, a lot of, a reoccurring theme has been, you don't have a lot of confidence. You didn't to have fight a, a horse-sized crab is a whole... Did, you had no confidence fighting the crab. 
no confidence fighting the pony. You were talking about how the horse would kick you. Yeah. I think a quote from you is, a pony would kick me in the balls. Listen, these are large animals. I know my limits. Matt, how many, how many ants would it take for you to be gone? For me to be gone? What Just do you like, mean, like dead? Like dead or eaten alive to the point where you can no longer function. <sighs> I mean, it depends. I don't know. Like, these crabs, they're not like 100% committed cra- committed ants. They're like 85% committed. Army ants? Those are the really aggressive kinds, right? I'm thinking like, you know those little tiny black ants that you see on sidewalks and they're annoying? Yeah, but those are just regular, like, they're not aggressive in any way. They, yeah. They don't really do but much But these damage. ones are 85% aggressive towards you. Yeah, but they don't really have the tools. Like they don't have the tools to be aggressive towards me. How you like, think their that jaws you, aren't that big? You think you could you could kill infinite so, infinite many of those ants? But those ants aren't going to do anything to me unless they start uh, like unless they start getting into my holes. Well, they'd be able to eventually. Right? I know, but if they start filling up, if that's a strategy they go for, is trying to fill up my holes, then, <laughs> then I think I'm like you start could take. Man, I think at the fourth one you'd be done. I'd the fourth ant. <laughs> I'd have to succumb to those ants at at, at, that, at that point once my, once my holes are full. So what is the amount of ants that it would take to, for you to not be able to get them out of your holes anymore? I mean, I'd, once any of them are in there, I'm probably not going to be able to get it out of my holes. But like in a so, two-year damage, like, right? How many, how many are going to like really back things up and, and make it hard for my body to function? I don't know. I think if enough of them bit you, they could they could tear a hole in your skin. Yeah, but not those ones is what I'm saying. Like army right. ants, like I've been bitten by an ant, but it's not that kind of ant. Army ants are goofy. Fire ants. Fire ants. They're less. They're more tame. Tree cutter ants. What What are the ones that have? They can just have big old jaws that like cut things. Oh, um, leaf cutter ants. Is the snap jaw. Is it literally snap what they're one. called? Yeah. You had a visitor. Live. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. We gotta. There's so many types of ants. How many types of ants are there? Like a few. How many kinds kinds of ants are there? <laughs> Twelve thousand kinds of ants. Do you want to list them all? No. <laughs> <laughs> we should welcome back to the ant cast, <laughs> where we talk about ants for. Uh, for the next four episodes, we'll be listing all of the different kinds of ants there are. And you know what I, the, my favorite part about the Wendy's package, Matt? What? I like that they're clean, they're efficient, and they're fairly priced. They're not efficient at all. That's the one thing I don't like hey, about hey, Wendy's. Hey, Matt, that's $3 million down the drain right there. <laughs> Guys, the Wendy's ad read has finally ended. And <laughs> for those who skipped ahead... We learned about ants and Wendy's food. Yeah. How many ants in your food would it take for you to for you to die? I don't know. Is there ants that are like poisonous to eat? What uh, kind of ant can do the most damage? I don't know if they have a result for that. Do the most damage. <laughs> What's the ant with the highest HP? <laughs> Carpenter ants. Carpenter ants. They are can do a lot of damage evil. to wood. Those are like the inch long ants that we see around here. The they're they're looking for damage to to like homes and stuff. I want to what kind of ant can do the most damage to people? To be one of the autocomplete results was to people's lives. 
<laughs> Imagine your life being emotionally destroyed by an ant. Ants can do some real damage to humans if we let them, says a Quora article. How long would it take to die by being staked to an ant colony? It depends on the ant. Uh, some, like the Maricopa harvester ant, will kill you fast by poison. It only takes a few hundred stings for this ant to kill a human. What about how many horse-sized ants? It takes 1,500 stings from a honeybee to kill you. How many horse-sized ants? Horse-sized ant, ants were the size of horses. They're already so insanely strong. We would all be dead. The human race would not be able to survive on a planet that has horse-sized ants. What if they were only on, like, Madagascar? They'd figure out a way to come over here. Horse-sized ants? No way. They make... Ants can make bridges out of ants and then cross the ant bridges. Ants are insane. And then if you got horse-sized ones, it takes that fewer... I don't think ants, ants. would be as good as... Would be as good at like be doing regular ant things if it was the size of horses. I don't know. Like I can't imagine. Have you ever a seen a horse-sized ant, ant? burrowing into a little crack in the ground? I don't think that's gonna happen. Have you ever seen a horse-sized ant? I don't think so. So then you can't definitely say that they wouldn't be good at that. Well, I might have. What do you mean, might have? I think you would remember it. It's just an ant. It's a horse-sized <laughs> ant. <laughs> it could be one of those little horses, though. A little horse. It's a miniature horse. How miniature? <laughs> How small do you think a horse could be until it became no longer viable? What's the smallest kind of horse? Kind Kia car? Why would I want to know the smallest Kia of Matt, what if you lived in the big city? Horse. Imagine you lived in the big city. Parking's hard to come by. You might want a small, efficient type package. A Falabella is one of the smallest breeds of horse in the world, seldom taller than 32 inches. Whoa! That's a little horse. That's a little horse. <laughs> or eight hands tall. Mark seems what is to a think standard this... hand size? Four inches, I guess. Like that. Well, no, but they're saying, they're saying that it's eight hands, which is 32 inches, which means a hand is apparently four inches tall. I think mine's longer than eight. I think it's like inches. this, Matt. Oh, four inches sideways? Okay. Yeah, I guess. They used my hand to do the measurements. So. I feel like my hand's like five inches wide. That's not paying attention. <laughs> He's just looking at his hand. Uh. All right. <laughs> we should probably start wrapping this podcast up. What did we talk about today, Matt? The Dutch warm blood. <laughs> what did we talk about today, it's Matt? It's a horse breed. Uh, we talked about Wendy's, ants being kidnapped and taken advantage of in attics, uh, fast food restaurants, uh, you know what? As always, don't forget to zip them pants up. Keep them peepees big and wide and hard. Yikes. <laughs>